This is The Scoop for Wednesday. Good morning. I'm Sean Canan with the WMNF News headlines. Doctors in Gaza City have performed surgery on hospital floors, often without anesthesia, in a desperate bid to save badly wounded victims of a massive blast that killed civilians sheltering in a nearby hospital. The doctors were facing dwindling medical supplies and fuel for their generators amid an Israeli blockade of the territory. The Gaza Health Ministry said at least 500 people were killed. The Israeli military blamed a Palestinian rocket misfire. In Israel, U.S. President Joe Biden told Israeli Prime Minister Benjamin Netanyahu that the blast appeared to have been carried out, in Biden's words, by the other team. We're deeply sad and outraged by the uh, explosion at the hospital in Gaza yesterday. And based on what I've seen, it appears as though it was done by the other team, not, not you. But there's a lot of people out there who are not sure. But Hamas blamed last night's hospital bombing on an Israeli airstrike. Israel has warned residents of Gaza to abandon their homes in advance of attacks. In all, about 2,800 Palestinians have been reported killed by Israeli strikes in Gaza. Authorities said another 1,200 people are believed to be buried under the rubble, alive or dead. Israel has been preparing for a potential ground invasion of Gaza in response to Hamas's attacks on October 7th, which killed 1,400 Israelis. Biden pledged U.S. support for Israel. Israel, as they respond to these attacks, seems to me that they have to continue to ensure that you have what you need to defend yourselves. And uh, we're going to make sure that occurs, as you know. And we have to also bear in mind that Hamas does not represent all the Palestinian people and uh, has brought them only suffering. That's President Biden speaking today in Israel. There's a push in Florida to merge court circuits, but on WMNF's Tuesday Cafe, suspended Hillsborough County State Attorney Andrew Warren said the judicial circuit consolidation plan is all about politics. Look, this is a naked power grab uh, by Tallahassee and the Republican leadership there. And this is great if you're one of the 22 people in that inner circle in Tallahassee, but it's really bad if you're one of the 22 million Floridians who relies on the criminal justice system for uh, all different parts of our society. And part of these meetings have been in public, but in November, they're going to have some closed door meetings. Why are you concerned about that? Well, Florida has a sunshine law in which uh, the government is supposed to operate out in the public transparently so that everybody can see what they're doing. Uh, The governor has shown that he really doesn't care about uh, the Sunshine Law. He doesn't care about a lot of laws, frankly, but he just recently got in trouble uh, for violating Sunshine Law with regard to COVID. And now they're doing it again. They're holding these meetings in private so that the public doesn't have a chance to see and hear how the future of the criminal justice system in the state of Florida is going to be uh, twisted and turned and ultimately gerrymandered uh, for political reasons. That's suspended Hillsborough County State Attorney Andrew Warren speaking on WMNF's Tuesday Cafe. You can watch the full interview. It's on our website, WMNF.org. Warren was elected twice in Hillsborough, but he was suspended by Governor Ron DeSantis. After this interview, the Tampa Bay Times reported that the private meetings will now be held in public on November 3rd and 17th. A new survey shows that 44% of Florida residents are dissatisfied with their health insurance. WMNF's Chris Young reports this comes as Florida ranks as one of the most uninsured states for health. Healthcare company Curative surveyed 1,200 residents in Tampa, Orlando, and Miami. 
The survey found that 32% of those with employer-based health insurance have an outstanding medical debt. Fred Turner is the CEO of Curative. We asked people about you know, some of the ways that they had deferred care, and we're seeing 10% of people that have cut pills in half in the last year uh, because of the out-of-pocket cost. And you know, that's the kind of thing you might expect for an uninsured population or a Medicaid population, but this is people with health insurance coming from their employer. He says these high out-of-pocket costs are causing people to defer care. 59% postponed or refrained from receiving care due to financial requirements of their existing health model. I think that employers uh, need to demand better of insurance companies and uh, be asking for plans that really incentivize and drive that preventative care up front because that's going to save money in the long term. For WMNF News, I'm Chris Young. The Florida Board of Education is expected to vote today to expand certain statewide bathroom restrictions to private colleges and universities. WMFE's Danielle Pryor reports public school students and faculty are already banned from using bathrooms that don't align with the sex they were assigned at birth. If approved, students and professors at private institutions would be banned from using bathrooms and changing rooms that don't align with the sex they were assigned at birth. These new rules would apply to facilities found in classrooms and athletic centers, along with student housing. Private colleges and universities would also be required to establish disciplinary procedures for anyone who enters a facility designated for the opposite sex. The Florida Department of Education says professors and staff who don't abide by these rules to lose their certification in the state. Bathroom restrictions have already been in place for public K-12 schools and colleges under the Safety and Private Spaces Act. That took effect July 1st. In Orlando, I'm Danielle Pryor. After years of legal battling, an administrative law judge yesterday supported renewing a permit to allow piping hundreds of thousands of gallons of water a day to a North Florida bottling plant. The judge rejected arguments raised by the Florida Springs Council and said the Suwannee River Water Management District should issue a permit for Seven Springs Water Company under administrative law. The judge's ruling is a recommended order that will go back to the district for final action. At a time when Americans are deeply divided along party lines, a new poll shows agreement on at least one issue. The United States' two-decade-long war in Afghanistan was not worth fighting. The new Pearson Institute AP NORC poll comes two years after the U.S. pulled out of Afghanistan and the Taliban returned to power. 65% of Democrats and 63% of Republicans said the war was not worth fighting. Times have changed because before the invasion, Americans who suggested the war was not necessary were often ridiculed. It'll be sunny and warm this afternoon with highs near 80. Tonight, clear and mild. Overnight lows near 60. Tomorrow, sunny and warm. Highs in the mid-80s. I'm Sean Canan with the WMNF News Headlines. This is The Scoop, recorded at WMNF Tampa.